Welcome back to another episode of SJHL Insider. Thanks so much for joining us for our final episode of Insider uh, before the holidays. So happy holidays, happy Christmas season to everyone or uh, whatever you celebrate during the holiday season. Uh, we'll have lots to get into today, of course, as always on SJ Insider, a recap of a handful of games from earlier on this week, a couple of commitments and much, much more. We'll also be joined by the one of the busiest guys in broadcasting, Benny Walchek, the play-by-play voice of the Yorkton Terriers and the Melville Millionaires, and also the Swan Valley Stampeders of the Manitoba Junior Hockey League to chat millionaires, to chat terriers, and much, much more. But before we get into all of that, we have to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors, as always, as we do on SJ Insider and SJHL Weekly, Chevrolet, Capital Auto Mall, uh, Cantera Seeds, RBC, SaskTel, SGEU, Direct West, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Tourism Saskatchewan, Young's Equipment, SAS Lotteries, and of course our podcast sponsor for our Apple Podcasts and uh, podcast on Spotify, that being SGI. Thank you so much for your support because without your support, these shows wouldn't be possible. So let's get right into it as we bring in Clark Monroe. Clark, how are we doing today? Hey, Jeremy, doing well. How are you doing? Another day in paradise. Another day. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it. We have a, a lot to get into before our guest hops on. So, yeah, let's get started. Let's hit it right now with the hat trick. No, I missed your noises. Where? I don't. I missed your noises from a few weeks ago. I don't. <laughs> Topic number one, as per usual, like Jeremy mentioned, is going to be a quick recap on the last few days. So, Jeremy, we're going to start with Tuesday's games. Let's have a look. Yeah, the Laurent Ice Wolves picked up a 4-1 win over the Nippon Hawks and a big win for the Yorkton Terriers. A 4-3 victory over the Estevan Bruins to kick off a uh, nice little three-game homestand for the Terriers uh, to close off the 2022 portion of the SJHL season for them. And then last night, the Estevan Bruins bounced back with a 4-0 win over the Notre Dame Hounds. That one in Carlisle, like a home game for the Estevan Bruins, despite it being a home game for the Hounds. Uh, the LaRange Ice Wolves with a big 3-1 win over the humble Broncos. Of course, those two teams are among the five that are fighting for uh, positioning in the SHL standings between two through six. And then a big one down below is the red hot Melford Mustangs continue to roll a 9-1 victory over Melville. What stands out for you there, Clark? I think that nine. <laughs> I think the nine that Melford was able to put up against Melville stood out a little bit when I was looking at the scores. <laughs> and uh, of course, you see any other number than you usually see numbers zero through five. You're not used to seeing a nine on the board. Uh, so you see Melfort getting that number, that big number nine and some big nights by some of the Melfort Mustangs. Uh, we saw uh, Kevin Minock get five points. Uh, was it not five points? It was four. Four. Okay. You got one taken away. So it, either way, it was a big night for several players. And um, that one stood out. Obviously, the LaRange Humboldt game, which was the marquee game of that night as well, I would say, two really t- of the top teams in the league. Uh, 3-1 game. It looked like a great game. So uh, what about you, Jerry? Anything stand out for you? Uh, the fact that Estevan bounced back after uh, a tough loss to uh, the Yorkton Terriers on Tuesday night. I think they're going to be happy going into their Christmas break after a, uh, to get a 4-0 win. 2015 0-1 on the season for the Estevan Bruins uh, going into the holiday break. Yes, that is a lot of games. Uh, they have played 36 games already this season. They only, they only have 19 remaining uh, left in the regular season for the final three months. And the teams around them have a lot of games in hand, uh, including Flin Flon and Humboldt, who have only played 28 games. So that's uh, eight games in hand for both of those teams. So now that Estevan kind of uh, has played 36, they have some time to uh, to rest up, get healthy, 
and kind of watch to see how those teams around them in the standings are uh, going to kind of try and catch up to them because they do sit in third, like I mentioned, in the SJHL standings, but you have Flinflon, Malford, and Humboldt all behind them. Uh, Flinflon has 39 points, but they have eight games in hand. Malford has 38, they have six in hand, and Humboldt is only four points back of them, and they have eight games in hand. So we'll see how that uh, plays out, but we'll get into that once uh, we get into the standings as well. Definitely. Uh, let's move on to our second topic of the day here, and there has been some great news from several markets around the league. Uh, Jeremy, let's get into it. There's been some university commitments lately. Uh, can you wrap those up for us? Those are Direct West commitments. Thank you, yes. Um, for the, our great friends at Direct West for... Uh, sponsoring the commitments in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Uh, it all started on Friday, Friday morning. Um, Mequon Tallman of the Weyburn Red Wings announced that uh, he was committing to Concordia, Wisconsin of NCAA Division Three. Of course, uh, Tallman's actually a 19-year-old, so he's going to be leaving uh, junior hockey a year early to go play for Concordia. So congratulations to Mequon. And then later in the afternoon, uh, Riley Ash, 16-year-old Riley Ash, you know, he's one of the top rookies in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League this year, and uh, he announced his commitment to the uni University of Nebraska, Omaha, NCAA Division I, for anybody that uh, doesn't know. And then finally, uh, the one that kind of came out late Monday, which doesn't come as a surprise either, is Jake Southgate of the Balfour North Stars announcing his commitment to play NCAA Division I hockey for Lindenwood University. And Lindenwood, we, we talked about it earlier on in the season when we chatted with Jaden Mercier, Mercier on SJHL Weekly, but uh, Lindenwood becoming a bit of a hub for uh, the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. So Southgate will be joining both Jaden Mercier of the Flint Flon Bombers and Ethan Zilke of the Humboldt Broncos joining uh, joining them at Lindenwood University moving forward. Yeah, and speaking of little hubs, you know, even University of Nebraska-Omaha, Karsten Cater committed mm -hmm. there earlier this season. So a couple 16-year-old commitments for them from this league, which is very exciting. And it just goes to show that stay here, play here model is working very well uh, for the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. You want to move on? You ready to move on? Yep. Perfect. It's topic number three. We're going to have a look at the standings as of today. Uh, in the league and uh, you know at this time of year it's getting to that mid-season point some of the playoff battles are getting very interesting Jared as we look at the top eight there and the battles for the bottom parts there was bottom spots as well are getting heated so what do you, what stands out for you as you look at the standings here today uh that's a bit of a loaded question yes it is I mean that's very vague uh you know I, I think obviously you look at the top of the standings and you have the Balfour North Stars their run has been incredible uh, they have three games and three nights this uh, this week against Yorkton, Melville, Yorkton. Uh, let's see how they finish up to close out the pre-holiday break. Are they still going to be undefeated in regulation? Time will tell. Um, I alluded to it earlier. Two through six is unreal. Uh, 44 points for the Lorange Ice Wolves, 37 for Humboldt. So seven points separating those five teams. And look at the discrepancy in games, too, is what really stands out yes. when you look at those teams. Obviously, you have Estevan, who's played the most amount of games with 36, but then 28 for just Flin Flon and Humboldt. So really, the battle for home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs between those um, five teams is, is going to be unreal uh, moving forward down the stretch. And um, I think I, I teased this in a, in a radio interview with Rob Hart, the hey. legend Rob Hart up in Flin Flon. Uh, that I did earlier this week, but uh, I that those matchups three versus six and four versus five in the SJHL playoffs this year are going to be doozies. Yes. Um, then it's interesting because then you get to you know the bottom of the standings. 
And you're starting to see a little bit of separation. Uh, the Nippon Hawks now have 28 points. Um, they've lost a couple in a row, though. Uh, two to Battleford and now one, and then one to LaRange earlier this week. But as of right now, they are in a playoff spot. And the Notre Dame Hounds are tied with the York Terriers for a playoff spot. But the Hounds also games in hand. Um, and I just think when you look at those, the bottom of the standings, I don't think there's too many te- like th- there's no one out of it for sure. Like their Kindersley's only played 28 games, but we've talked about it numerous times with Kindersley. They have to, they have to make up their, they have to play their games in hand. They actually have to take advantage of. Yeah. Um, previously they had it, but you know, time will tell and things can change for the second half of the season. Um, same with the Melville millionaires mathematically, obviously they're not out of it either. They have lots of games against teams around them in the standings. But uh, obviously a 9-1 loss to the Melford Mustangs on, on Wednesday is not something that uh, they would have liked to have seen. And you know what? The one team that really intrigues me for the second half is Wavern. 10-17-0-1 mm-hmm. right now. Uh, two games this weekend. They got a big one against the Notre Dame Hounds on Friday at home. And then they're in Humboldt on Saturday. But I looked at Wavern's schedule for the second half of the season. They have a lot of games against teams around them in the standings. They have a lot of divisional games. They're going to be seeing a lot of Melville. They're going to be seeing a lot of Yorkton. They're going to be seeing a lot of Estevan. And they're going to be seeing a lot of Notre Dame. Right. Friday's game between Notre Dame and Wavern is the first time those two teams have met all season. Wow. So there's a lot of important games. And with how well they have played uh, since acquiring Riley Morgan from the LaRange Ice Wolves, that's a team that I think could definitely go on a run, mm-hmm. I think, in the second half of the season. And Yorkton's been playing really well, too, as yeah. of late. A couple wins in a row, yeah. Um, they beat, well, just the one win in a row. Uh, or, you know, you're, you're, you're all right. I, the one Tuesday one, too. Right. Estevan and then their previous win against LaRanche. There you go. Um, so, yeah, back-to-back wins. But, you know, now they have two games to close out uh, the 2022 portion of their schedule against uh, Battleford. But, I mean... They've they've beaten some they've beaten some of the top teams uh, in the standings so far this season, and they're playing a lot better. So uh, we'll see how they go down the stretch. And our guest today is the perfect person to talk to about the Orton Terriers, and as well as the Melville Millionaires. And maybe should we dive in, into the Manitoba Junior Hockey League too? Uh, we're pleased to be joined now by the play-by-play voice of the Melville Millionaires, Yorkton Terriers, Swan Valley Stampeders. Uh, Fort Knox. We still doing Fort Knox, Benny? Uh, uh playoff time, maybe. Yeah. Playoff time, maybe. Uh, Way Way yeah. C Capo. Maybe, maybe later in the year, okay. possibly next year. Yeah, we get it. You're you're a very busy man, and we appreciate your time as always, Benny. How are we doing today? I'm doing good, Jeremy. Thanks a lot for having me on, and Clark. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us this time around. You know what, Benny? Uh, as soon as I heard you were coming on, I, I canceled a lot of appointments. Uh, I told my kids to walk home from school, and I had to be here for you, buddy. Well, thanks a lot. Kids aren't getting Christmas presents this year now because Dad can't go shopping. No, nope, it's over. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Well, yeah. Once uh, once Clark's off camera, he's actually going to have to go and get those Christmas presents. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> Who knows if we'll see him for the rest of the interview? <laughs> Uh, Benny, uh, again, I do appreciate your time because you were, you were with the millionaires last night, uh, in Melfort's obviously definitely not a result they would have liked to have seen. What did you see from that game last night? 
Yeah, it was definitely tough. I know they, they were pleased with their effort Sunday against Estevan, especially after that first period. Yeah. Um, I know talking to fans around the community, that was probably the best period the Millionaires played all season long. And then a tough, unfortunately, I didn't play the full 60 minutes, did get a point, but uh, lost in overtime. And then they thought they could take some momentum uh, into Malford, but uh, just got into a little bit of penalty trouble in the first 10 minutes of that game. Uh, discipline was a big thing that Mike Rooney talked about uh, before the game. Uh, especially to keep uh, Malford off the power play. Then they score three power play goals in the first 12 minutes and it's just couldn't quite catch up from there. I kind of took the wind out of the sails of the millionaires uh, in that hockey game. So yeah, tough result. I know it's tough, definitely tough uh, with them trying to creep their way back into the SJHL playoff race, but they have one more kick of the can here on, on Friday against the battle for North stars. I know uh, the task is a big one, but the millionaires have played pretty well here lately on home ice and uh, Anything can happen in the SJHL. If you need a hot goaltender, if your power play, your special teams uh, kick off for the right night, anything could happen. But uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get into the uh, Christmas break for the Money Men with a little bit of a higher note. It's funny you mentioned that because I think Clark and I, Clark and I were at that game against Estevan, and I think we said to each other during the first intermission that might have been their best period of uh, the season. They found the back of the net three times. They outshot Estevan twenty-five to six. They looked like a completely different team, and it didn't look like a team that had only eight wins on the season. When it comes to the Mills this year, what has kind of gone wrong? Because I know talking to Mike Rooney prior to the season, he definitely had higher expectations for this club. Yeah, I think it's just consistency on a basis and just playing a full 60 minutes. I know the starts, I think that if you look back, going into that game Sunday, they only scored 11 first period goals all season long, which is not uh, not a recipe to have success, especially not getting off to a good start. So I think just playing a full 60 minutes and special teams have been a big factor uh, early in the season, they had a tons of one-goal games, so they're up by two po- goals or one goal. And if they would have scored on the power play uh, here and there, or if they would have killed off a penalty, they they might have those two points. So you take away maybe uh, three or four losses, and you're right back into the playoff race. So I think special teams have been a big factor uh, so far. I think they're 12th in the SJHL in the power play, 11th in the in the in the penalty kill. So uh, you look at the top teams around the league. Special teams are important. You look at the the top P- PKers, the top. Power play teams are all the four top teams in the league. So I think special teams have been a big factor in just playing a consistent 60-minute uh, game on uh, each day and out. The other team you cover in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, the Yorkton Terriers, they picked up a big win on home ice, 4-3 over the Estevan Bruins on Tuesday. What did you see from that game? Yeah, they just play that smothering style that they've had success with at the beginning of the season. They got right. away from it uh, maybe in, in November and the start of December here, but uh, they play that smothering style. They only gave up uh, 24 shots against in that game against Estevan uh, the other night. And they, if they play that style and then they get uh, they capitalize on their chances like they did on Tuesday against Estevan, that great things can happen. Uh, Caleb Allen had a great start, had a little bit of a lull maybe in between, and surely Caleb would admit that, but he's played uh, better here. Uh, as of late so if they play that in your face style if their special teams can improve just like the millionaires they're uh towards the bottom end of their special teams as well in the saskatchewan junior hockey league so if they can get that together and play that smothering style they can show that they can beat any team in the league and uh yeah for the battle for north stars coming to town here the next couple of days if they play that style if they're able to get off to a good start i uh, get a maybe a one or two goal lead early on and then kind of close things down it could be good things here for the terriers in the last couple of games and you mentioned it. The Yorkton Terriers have two games against the Balfour North Stars uh, this week. Um, I do believe, were you on the trip previously when Yorkton uh, faced Battleford earlier on in the season? Yeah. What, yeah. Did, they what had did you a, see from those? Yeah, go ahead. What did you see uh, from those it games? Was, they, were, they were great games. I think they... They, got, they played well for about 30 minutes of those games, and then when they get off or they lose... Um, 
maybe lose a stretch like just like last night with the millionaires if they get into penalty trouble and you give power play a chance for battlefords they're definitely going to convert so uh, I think it was just in those hockey games, it was just a matter of maybe six or seven minutes in those games that those games got away from them. So if they, once again, if they can play that full 60 and, and stay to the box, I think they're going to have some good success here against Battleford this week. Now you mentioned it, both teams, the Yorkton Terriers and the Melville Millionaires, currently fighting for a playoff spot. If both teams want to make the playoffs, what do you think that they have to improve on in the second half of the season? I think it's building better on home ice, especially for the millionaires. I know we said they've had good efforts, but maybe haven't got the results they wanted to. And uh, I think getting a little bit of consistent goaltending. I know Clem Labawa has been very good uh, so far in his rookie season, but I think he needs help around him defensively. That's kind of uh, what's been tinkered to his stats here the last couple of weeks. I think more consistent defensive play. Uh, special teams is going to be a big factor for the millionaires. And just playing a full 60 minutes and, and just having a belief in yourself. I know they get up... Two, two nothing in a game or three nothing in a game and then they're they're basically holding on for dear life instead of saying hey let's go get that fourth goal let's go get that fifth goal so i'm just having belief in their hockey club that you look at the standings right now i think they're six or seven points out of a playoff spot so if you if you sneak a point or two out of battlefords and you got you got yorkton coming up after the break you got Weyburn twice you got nippon twice coming up in the in the month of of january and i think the yorkton terriers have a similar schedule as well so if you beat those teams around you in the standings with those consistent efforts you could be looking here in a month's time. You can be looking for the millionaires and terriers to be in those playoff spots and still, instead of being the outside looking in. Yeah, nobody's out of it just yet in the SJHL standings. We just took a look at them prior to you coming on, and you mentioned it. Even though the Mills are, I think, in 11th going into this weekend's action, they're still uh, not out of this race. But when you, I guess, Benny, when you look at the SJHL standings this year as the league as a whole, I mean, you've been around this league now for 10 years. What stands out this season in the SJHL for you? Yeah, it's just been the consistency and the and the and the parity. I think this is when you talk about it each and every year. It's uh, parity gets gets better and better. Uh, some of the teams like Laurent, just Kevin Kaminsky's done a great job. That might be a surprising team. You knew they'd be pretty good, but maybe not as good as they are right now. Right. So um, they they were at the bottom half of the standings for a few years. Now they've been at the top half for the last couple of years, and just just the battles between the two teams. So uh, you got you got the Nippon Hawks with uh, Doug Johnson was uh, on the helm of that franchise for a while. Tad Cozens came in and they've kind of uh, battled and they played a different style, but they're having success that way uh, as well. So I think just the just the parity has been great. Uh, just the tight hockey games. I know there's been a couple of blowouts here the last couple of weeks, but I think just how tight the league's been. I know Battleford's had some tight hockey games. They've had to win in a shootout or an order overtime and stuff like that. And I think just the, the caliber of play is, is taking that next step up. And we have these young guys committing already to NCAA scholarships uh, at a very young age that we haven't seen. Uh, we have kids uh, choosing the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League instead of going elsewhere, maybe to the to North American Hockey League or the USHL or, or out west to, to Alberta or BC, which is which is great for the league in general. So I think just the caliber of the league has been outstanding. And I think the goaltending has been, mm-hmm. has been red hot too. Josh Cote has been outstanding. Uh, you look at Dawson Smith, who's probably underrated in the in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. He's been very good as well. Uh, Harmon Laser Humus has pretty been consistent with Flynn Flon. Um, I know Humboldt had a little bit of a uh, little bit goalie cycle there in Humboldt, but I think the goaltending has been outstanding in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. So I think it just as a whole, it just keeps getting better and better. And just uh, the youth movement, I think, is a big factor that I've seen here early on. All right, so I got some uh, I got some Twitter questions for you now. I'm not going to tell you who no, they're boy. from. I'm not going to tell you who they're from though. Uh, this one, an anonymous question. Uh, can you ask Benny about the big sticker of him on the door in Yorkton? How did that come about, <laughs> Benny? 
Well, we actually have two stickers. We're on wow. one side of the arena, <laughs> one side of the arena, then the other side of the arena. Uh, we were, I think it was three or four years ago, we were talking about sponsorship in the Saskatchewan with the Yorkton Terriers with our radio station GX94. And then I think now the that's promotions, uh, yeah, now that's country, that's for sure. Uh, I think, uh, we had a promotion. We we're trying to get advertising. We we're thinking of different ideas. And actually, the first uh, door we had was in Swan River. That was kind of a discussion we had. So we actually, the first inaugural Benny on the door was in, in Swan River uh, at the Centennial <laughs> Arena. Then we talked about it maybe happening in Yorkton. And then they had the talks going for it. And I had to take about five or six pictures to get that right pose. And then actually, the first picture we took, we had a bower stick. And there wasn't a, we weren't a sponsor of the uh, Bowers, not a sponsor of the SJHL. So we had to switch to a Sherwood stick. And a Sherwood pair of gloves, so uh, we had to change that up. But uh, yeah, it's it's great advertising, and I'll get a lot of uh, tweets and and pictures from not only people in the league, but just people around the area and the Parkland region that come in and say, "I seen your picture on the door," uh, both in Swan River and Malville, and actually in Yorkton, and actually in Malville before uh, the Millionaires and Malville Minor Hockey sold the bus, we had my picture on the back of the bus uh, for our adver- advertising with the uh, Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League team in Malville. So. Uh, it's pretty good. I know I've seen a couple other broadcasters have big pictures elsewhere, but uh, yeah, it's nice to have it uh, in the arena. I never thought uh, going into the broadcasting and back in 2012 that I had my picture on a couple of doors. Well, here's the thing. We mentioned earlier on, you cover three teams. You're a busy, busy guy. So if fans of the, your, these teams that you cover want a picture with Benny Walchuk, they can now get it no matter what, even if you're at the rink or not. Yeah, it's it's better to have a picture than somebody bringing a sharpie there and trying to draw a mustache on me. But uh, that's that's yeah, very true. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. I take it. I got I got even a couple guys that coach football there and up in Swan River playing uh, hockey in Swan. And they're like, there's Coach Benny on the door, and they got some pictures on it. So Love it's it. it's pretty entertaining. I, I it's good advertising for the radio station. I got my Twitter handle and everything on that. So I like to thank just both communities and both organizations in Swan and, and Yorkton for taking the uh, taking the vault and getting me on the door. Uh, the there's a follow-up question to the door oh, from the same person. Uh, also, <laughs> can you ask why he's never at the Notre Dame games? Is it a personal issue with me? So can you guess who I that is? These questions are. Yeah, there you go. Uh, maybe maybe if he turns <laughs> off the heat in the arena a little bit more, and we don't have to start at eight o'clock. That's, uh, <laughs> eight o'clock on a Tuesday night is not uh, recipeing when I have to get to work the next day. But uh, no, I like going to Notre Dame. It's a good vantage angle and everything <laughs> like that. So. I just don't want uh, the the anonymous texter to be throwing any more uh, headsets around my, where my area is. So. Right. We, we've witnessed that because we were at a game yeah. between uh, uh, Melville and Notre Dame, and we witnessed it. Uh, before we let you go, uh, we talked to you last uh, – the last time I had talked to you in person was actually in Notre Dame between uh, yeah. the Millionaires and the Hounds, and I told you I'm going to bring you on SJ Insider before the Christmas break. And you remember what you told me on the bro- on your broadcast? No, I don't remember. You said to me, yes, I'll come on, but only if you have a Christmas present for me. So, oh, uh, nice. Clark, I do believe Clark's got yeah. a Christmas present for you. Clark, you want to pull it up for you? Yeah, I just got back from shopping for the kids, and I figured I'd, I'd uh, pick this up for you as well. We got some lawn ornaments We for got you, some lawn Benny. ornaments. Uh, matching nice. matching lawn ornaments. So, I, I know it's the, the dead of winter, and you probably can't put these on your lawn right now, but mm. um, nice. I think come summertime, these would look really good in the front yard. Yeah. Actually, my niece likes uh, flamingos too, So, and my little cousin, so I might have to maybe t- keep one and gift them to them. So there you I go. It, there you go. It's it's almost like the uh, you know those uh, lovebirds or whatever from Home Alone, where right. there's two, and you give one to your best friend. <laughs> it can kind of be like that. And correct, oh, Be- Benny. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
But I thought back in the day, there used to be a restaurant in Melville called the Flamingo. Oh, there still is the Flamingo. Yeah. There you go. I it's on Third Avenue. So maybe we can, I know the ownership or the, the owners of the Flamingo. They, uh, I graduated with their, uh, I grew up actually <laughs> with their, with their son and daughter. So we have small world, but, uh, yeah, there is a Flamingo restaurant, still great food in, uh, in Malville, but I uh, appreciate it, Clark. I know I thought we'd be talking more about your mm. Leafs because they're playing some decent hockey here. Yeah. What they usually do before Christmas until they kind of collapse in the playoffs. But uh, nonetheless, let's let's not let's not worry about after Christmas. Let's talk about right now. (laughs) And and you know what, Benny, I have another idea. Uh, If you want to get on another door, take a picture with the flamingos, give it to the flamingo owner, and maybe they'll put you on the door of the flamingo. There you go. Now we're just getting you all over the place. And I can go along with their great dry ribs and pizza they have too. So appreciate it, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Benny, for coming on. We really appreciate it. And hey, maybe in the new year, next time we uh, make a trip to Malville. The three of us can go to the Flamingo. I'm in. Get some lunch. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we can get the SJHL commissioner to pork over some dough. Maybe he'll buy us some lunch, too. So well, hey. I see him traveling around everywhere. So maybe Commissioner Kyle can give us some lunch there, too. But uh, you know thanks what? a lot for having us, guys. Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and your family. Safe travels if you're traveling. And once again, great job. I know I mentioned it the first episode, but uh, great work you guys have been doing here the first half. And and looking forward to some uh, great hockey year this weekend to wrap things up and into the new year. So I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Benny. We appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And I do believe you have a game to call tomorrow in uh, in Manitoba. So best of luck with your call. And we'll see you in the new year. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year. All right. That is the play-by-play voice of the Yorkton Terriers, Melville Millionaires, Swan Valley Stampeders, uh, sometimes Fort Knox, <laughs> sometimes Wayway C. Capo. Uh, head coach of the Melville uh, Cobras high school football team. Heck yeah. Um, He does. Benny's a a very busy man. So we appreciate his time. He's going to enjoy his so much knowledge to give. He's got to just spread the wealth. Yes, he he does. I mean, we started him and I started in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League the very same season. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, he's put in a lot of work during his time at GX 94. Now that's country. Um, that's a catchphrase if you didn't pick that up. Um, but yes, can we he, get a sticker of Benny in the SJHL insider background somewhere? So I think that would be a good idea. I think we should just put a sticker on the on the lockers behind Jeremy. Actually, oh, you we want get, it on the lock oh, or somewhere okay. in here? I mean, I, maybe we could we could get something going. I think maybe in the new year. Yeah, on SJ Insider, if I we can we find should. some space in this luxurious office. I mean, it, there's we a could lot of we empty. could set up like a wall of like a wall of fame. We could do that. I like the idea. Or maybe in that, rather that we'll take the trophies out of yep. the, and we'll just put, we'll get photos of every single broadcaster's face. Yep. And we'll, just put them, we'll, we'll put them on put the, put them over my shoulder. Yeah. Let's see. Now I think we're getting somewhere. All right. Okay. Well, we'll talk to the uh, we'll talk to, interior designers. We'll talk to Kyle. Yeah. Because he's got the money to right. make that happen. Yeah. We got to get the picture uh, frames. But yes, always a great chat with Benny. And uh, it was nice of you uh, to join us, Clark. Yeah, thank you. Um, Thanks for bringing me in. That was fun. <laughs> and I'll just keep these flamingos right next to me here. They're they're right next to me. Well, right? yeah, I don't know how we're going to deliver those to Benny, but yeah, we'll uh, keep them safe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but Benny alluded to it. Uh, we got three more days of schedules or three more days of games uh, to get to before the holiday break. So let's get right into it. Uh, there's only one game tonight, but uh, boy, oh boy, this should be an interesting one. Jordan has played the top teams very well this year. They play host of the Balfour North Stars, uh, 7 o'clock, Westland Arena in Yorkton. Should be a great game. Uh, and then Friday, much busier day in the SJHL. Look at that first game. Look at that start time. 
Let's go. Grab your lunch. Let's go. (laughs) Grab your lunch. Go to the West Central Event Center and enjoy the Kindersley Clippers against the Humboldt Broncos. Play hooky from work. Mm -hmm. Um, Or school. Well, I, I, to be fair, I think they do this because all the kids from school get right. to go to the game. By the sounds of it, it's going to be a raucous environment. Oh, it's going to be bumping. Yeah. Um, and then there's four games in the evening. Uh, Battleford it will be in Melville. Nipwin hosts Melford to kick off uh, home and home between those two teams. And this is the first time this season Melford and Nipwin are playing. Seriously? Yeah. Jeez. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Two of the biggest rivals in the one of the best rivalries in the Second SJHL. Second half is going to be hot. With and then you guys. got and then another game that's the first time these two teams are meeting this year: Notre Dame and Wavering. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Flynn Flon against Larange. Couple of rivalries. Matched. Love it, love it, love it. And then Saturday, a little little lighter, but still four games on tap. Balford and Yorkton go again at the Westland Arena in Yorkton. Humboldt hosts Wayburn for their teddy bear toss oh, game boy. prior to the holiday break. And then the second half of the home and homes between Flynn Flon, LaRange, Nipwin, Melfort. You know what? Kudos to the schedule makers. Yeah. Because honestly, this weekend schedule, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, I would say. Pretty good. Very good. Uh, lots of rivalries. Uh, what is, when you look at those, what's your game of the weekend? Uh, yeah. The, I mean, that's tough because there's a bunch of home and home, so you can say matchup at the weekend. But yeah, I'll, what's you know your what? game? I'm going to go weekend? with, I think it's hard to overlook LaRange Flynn Flaunt and that little home yeah. and home. That one's going to be just wonderful to watch. Um, the one that we kind of talked about this earlier today, or was it last night even? Um, but when we were talking about the, the battle, battle for the rest mm-hmm. of the, of the schedule here this weekend. Right. And, uh, you know, you and I are hyping up some mid season review stuff that might be coming out, may or may not be coming out in the next little while. And, you know, could Battleford's maybe maybe Yorkton or Melville gets a good night? Like Benny was saying, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they get a hot goalie night, maybe they get a hot power play night, uh, and something weird goes on. You know, a lot of people are probably thinking Battleford's twenty five oh two and one currently going mm-hmm. into the ninth place team and the eleventh place team for the next couple of days, but. Maybe this is the time. Maybe. So I am very much going to be keeping my eye <laughs> on be, those. <laughs> to be fair, we have been saying that for a month and a half. Exactly. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, maybe this is the weekend. Maybe this is it. Um, but, I mean, it's hard to think of it because Battleford's is so solid. And yep. York, we've, talk, we've talked about it all episodes so far. Yorkton and Melville have had some struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Who knows? That's the beauty of hockey. Any night, anything can happen. So, uh, my real answer is Laurent Flinflon, but back of my mind, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Battlefords just in general this weekend. Yeah, well, uh, tonight, tonight, beginning tonight, I, I know it's Thursday. It's weird to have a Thursday game. Mm-hmm. We don't have uh, Thursday games often. Not often. Uh, but when we do, it's a big one. When we do. Uh, yeah, when we do, it's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like I just look at all the matchups this weekend, um, and there's definitely some intrigue, I think. Um, that Waver Notre Dame one's a big one, That's too. A- Going to be, I'm very, that one's another one. Um, just because Wayburn's five points back in Notre Dame. Um, both teams have played the same amount of games. Notre Dame's currently in that eighth and final playoff spot. I mean, a win by Wayburn in regulation, you're only three points back in Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you don't know what Yorkton's going to do this weekend against Battleford. And then Wayburn plays Humboldt in Humboldt on Saturday. Um, but you can really kind of get back in that playoff race with a win for Wavern against Notre Dame on Friday night in regulation um, and, and really set yourself up 
you know, down the going into the second half of the season. Cause I think Weyburn is playing some better hockey, especially since the acquisition of Riley Morgan. And I, yeah. they're, they're the one team I really, until we see, you know, what else transpires on the trade front when it comes to um, potentially other teams in the Saskatchewan junior hockey league. Uh, they're a team that we talked about when they acquired Riley Morgan, that, you know, that's a big move. Great move. It's a big move. Yeah. It's a, you the don't, vibes. it's not often you see, a team in 10th place go out and get a, a big player. Yeah. A top player. Point per game. Over a point per game player. Yeah. And they did. And they've looked really good since acquiring him. So I'm just curious to see how they go down the stretch. I mean, Nipwin's got a tough schedule uh, coming up after the, well, this weekend against Melford, then after the Christmas break. Yeah. Uh, the Notre Dame Hounds have been up and down all season. Uh, same with Yorkton. Uh, and and Weyburn's got a lot of games against those teams. I, we mentioned Weyburn yeah. and Notre Dame. First meeting of the season between these two clubs. They're going to be lots in the second half. They're going to play a lot of games against Yorkton, a lot of games against Melville, a lot of games against Estevan. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. You know, you know how I like my numbers. Sure. Uh, one thing that stood out, we're talking about Notre Dame-Weyburn specifically. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame on the season, 495 mm-hmm. penalty minutes. Yep. Weyburn. Almost double. 954. Same three numbers rearranged, but in a way, it's almost double, if you imagine that. Uh, but that's that's one thing. You know, we talked earlier about uh, how important special teams are with Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benny brought it up. And Weyburn has a 77% penalty kill right now. Uh, with that many penalty minutes, in a way, they've killed off more penalties than most other teams, but they still True. have a 77% penalty kill. So uh, I love what you said earlier, just a minute ago there, with, with the acquisition, a 10th place team, mm-hmm. go out and get a point-per-game player, uh, it's a statement by Cody Mapes, and we talked about this when it happened. Yep. Um, it's a statement by Cody Mapes in Weyburn to do that, and I, I want to keep an eye on Weyburn because, uh, you know, after the Christmas break, we're going to get closer and closer to that trade deadline, uh, and we'll we'll see what else they do, what strategies they will take. And then, yeah, the other one, you mentioned Lorange and Flynn Flon. Oh. And the thing is with that one, here's the here's the interesting, and this is where, this is where it gets really fun when it comes to... Um, this time of the year and obviously the parody in the league, but we're obviously looking at standings. I think a lot sooner than we typically would. Yeah. I love looking at, but with that being said, LaRange is in second right now in the league with 44 points. Flynn Flon is fourth with 39. So five points difference, right? Yep. They have a home and home against each other. Here's the thing before they even play those games, Flynn Flon has four games in hand. So they're not going to make up any of those games in hand. But with that being said, if LaRange goes and wins both of them, both those games, now all of a sudden, the LaRange Ice Wolves are nine points ahead of Flin Flon with four games in hand. Or vice versa. That's what makes it fun with those home and homes, especially within the division. Um, it's a big way, you know, Melfort Nipwin. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see how those two teams go up against each other because I think I look at Melfort and, and they play so well defensively. And then you have Nipwin, who, despite being in seventh place, they can really put the puck in the back of the net. Yeah, they can. And I think in the same vein with Nipwin, I think they we talked about, um, when we looked at the standings before Benny came on, we talked about how there's been a little bit of separation. I think Nipwin is in the mode now where they kind of want to, they want to take that next step and get a little bit more separation. Uh, I don't yeah. think they want to sit back. And knowing 100%. Chad Cozen, like you said, he wants to score a bunch of goals. But his interview a few weeks ago uh, was really great when he said, he wants to play his way of hockey and his style. 
And I, I think they want to put that emphasis on that seventh place spot and yeah. maybe put a little bit of pressure on Humboldt. I mean, it, it's it's a nine point gap right now, but uh, if they can maybe separate themselves a little bit and just, you know, cement themselves. I don't think Humboldt's the team that they would put the pressure on when you look at that top six. That's fair. I think it'd be Esteban. Yeah, absolutely. With because the games in hand for sure. Nippon has six games in hand on yeah. Esteban. If you go on a run and you win a lot of those, if you if you can win five out of six of those games in hand, that's ten more points. That takes you to thirty eight, and you're only three points back of a team like Esteban. Absolutely, I don't think Humboldt's the one you're chasing. Right. I think but they want to. With be that, in that being said, like that's though. that's that's an entirely different, I think, uh, conversation because there is a huge gap between six and seven. Yeah, nine points is a huge Definitely. gap, uh, especially with the parity in the league. Uh, for Nipwin, I mean. You have Nipwin, Notre Dame, and Yorkton all separated. Nipwin, uh, Nipwin has 28, Notre Dame 26, Yorkton 26. As of right now, two of those three teams will make the playoffs. Right. Right? I, that's They need to separate them. They're trying to separate themselves from, from Notre Dame group. and Yorkton. Definitely. They've kind of jumped ahead and gotten a good, a good cushion over teams like Wayburn, Melville, and Kindersley. But it's those teams that they're battling with. Definitely. And again, like we talked about the tiers, the tiers in the SJHL, and it definitely is. Top six, bottom six, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the top six right now are are battling for home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think there's any doubt that those top six teams in the standings are going to be in the playoffs. No. I mean, um, they've at, all at, shown at the end of the season. 100%. And they've all shown signs at some point or another that any of those six mm-hmm. or five, I should say, not I'm going to take Battlefords out of the equation just for this statement. Yeah, but let's any talk of those, two through six. Any of those five, sure. I think, could finish second place. 100%. Does that, you know what I mean? And, and in 100%. that regard, I mean, we saw... I think Rory's been saying it a lot on SJHL Weekly that Humboldt needs to find... I, I loved his thing about the Christmas gift where somebody needs to take the bull by the horns and net and just yep. run with it. If they can get that, who knows about them? You know, I, we don't need to go through every team necessarily, but I think two through five, any of those teams could really make a run in the second half. Yeah. Well, and another thing that I'll always play a part in that too, and we'll, I'm sure we will talk about it a lot on our first episode back after Christmas... January 10th, the trade deadline. Yep, less than a month away. And we'll see what, especially those two through six teams potentially do. Again, you talked about it, like two through six right now in the SJHL standings. You're right. Any of those teams could finish in second. 100%. I couldn't Very agree more teams. with you. They all have their own pros and cons. Well, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at, there's two teams in there that have only played 28 games. And, you know, they, like, it's... It's a pretty good chance that they could, they're going to earn some points to climb up those standings. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a little bit more challenging for um, for a team like Estevan, who's played 36 already. They've only got 19 games left. Mm-hmm. That being said, you take advantage of those games, and anything can happen. But, I mean, you, and- you can pretty much take that two through six, throw, throw all the names in a hat, pull them out, pick an order, I would there's no reason yeah. why, and there's and there's honestly no reason why you couldn't say those two through six. Yeah. Two through six. And you know, the, the funny part about those teams with 28 games, uh, is Flynn, Flon, and Humboldt, they've both been mm-hmm. in the CJHL top 20 throughout the year at some point or, a t- or another. That's they're, right. They're strong teams, and they're they're fourth and sixth in the league right now. Correct. So, like you said, I think it's going to be a, a wonderful second half, and uh, January 10th, the intrigue is, is uh, palpable. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, and again, like... Before we, I guess, wrap up the final weekend uh, preview, I guess. The other thing, too, is 
when you look at the bottom of the standing, 7 through 12, like I know, say, you know, Kindersley through Kindersley to Nipwin separated by 10 points. Um, you, no, no one's out of it yet. No. No one's out of it yet. Kinder, like, Kindersley's only played 28 games too. They still have half their season. The big thing for them is they have to win on win on the road, but they're still in it. They're still in a playoff race, um, and they still have a, have a good chance. They just have to take advantage of uh, take advantage of those games in hand, and take that recipe of what you're doing well on home ice and take it on the road. Yeah, the biggest thing for them too is they have the goaltending. We've talked oh, about it all year. Cody Jamin has been fantastic. He has gotten, in my opinion, for Cody Jamin, he has gotten better and better yeah. the more he's played. Right. The more he's played. He was, I was at um, the Weyburn-Kindersley game last week in Weyburn. And that game was a 4-2 final for the Weyburn Red Wings. I do believe Cody Jamin faced around 45 shots. If it wasn't for him, that game could have easily been well, yeah, well out of hand. Well out of hand. And that was their third game in four days. Fourth day. Yeah. Like I mean, he, he and he played all three of them. Logan Falk is has shown signs as well. Like yes, he's, he was just hurt. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if if Kindersley's got anything going for them, I mean, that's a good Their place to start. Exactly, I would say. Yeah, but still, at, we're at a point where, and, and Benny touched on it. Any of those bottom, any of those teams that aren't in a playoff spot right now, could end up in a playoff spot. Yeah, um, at the end of the season. Do not disagree. Hey Clark. Oh hey. You went and got your. Uh, you went and got Benny some Christmas presents. Yes. Did you get your kids a Christmas present yet? Uh, a couple of coal, lumps of coal. Yeah. Not, oh, okay. Uh, uh, how about how about your wife? Have you gotten your wife a gift? You know for what, Jeremy? Now that I catch your drift, not yet. I haven't, and have I'm you, looking. Have you gotten uh, your dad a great holiday gift? He needs one as well. Perfect, because I got the gift for you. <laughs> you may have heard of it. Yeah, I have. SJHL raffle. You think I'm going to get my kids these for? I mean, I could. You could. <laughs> they, Here's they, the thing. They would look good bombing around the uh, around town. In a well, they could drive it. You would have to drive oh, it. It'd be okay. a gift for the family. I mean, we could see. Put it. To teach them how to drive. No, It'd be a good way to teach can't. them. They can't win. Okay, yeah. They they legally cannot win. Right. But let's, let's get, yeah. It was just a joke to help <laughs> promote the raffle. SJHLraffle.ca. Uh, uh, brand new raffle to the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League this season. Thank you so much for Polaris for... Uh, partnering with the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, putting this on. You can win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. Uh, as you can see on the screen, tickets are available now. The draw is at the end of April. So you, don't get me wrong. You still have, you still got lots of time to get tickets. But Christmas is just around the corner. Yeah. And great, great Christmas gift. There's only 5,000. And you can see under the pricing, there is only 5,000 tickets left. And from what I heard from director of marketing, Jacob Faith, tickets are going well. They're going well. Ticket sales are going well. So uh, don't wait. Don't wait. Get your tickets. One for 25, three for 60, 10 for 100. So as you can see, good, good savings if you mm-hmm. buy more. Value. Yes, good value. Um, but yes, all the information you need to know, sjhlraffle.ca. Um, I'm sure in the new year we'll be posting an update of how ticket sales are going uh, with the raffle. But if it does make it all the way until April, tickets are only available until April 23rd. And then the draw date is going to be on a very special live 
live. Whoa, that's SJ, a big word. SJ Insider on Thursday, April 27th. I love it. Where we make the draw. I love it. So be sure to get your tickets now. All the information can be found sjhlraffle.ca. But again, thanks to Polaris. Uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome gift. It's such awesome a great prize. raffle. Uh, unreal. And like you said last episode, it's a Christmas present. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. Uh, you might as well just get them in advance. I, I uh, See, here's what I did. I'll tell you what I did. Anniversaries. I, I bought 10. I'll, I'm buying 10. Um, Do I get to drive it if you win it? No. Oh. Um, I'm going to buy 10. I'm going to give two tickets oh. to my mom for Christmas. Yeah. Two tickets to uh, for my girlfriend for Christmas. Two to Clark. And then two tickets for my mom for her birthday. Yep. Two tickets for my girlfriend again for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I'm telling and you. And then, you know what? The two t- you know other what final do? two tickets are for me. <laughs> you know what you Spread should do the love. For Valentine's Day is What's to like, bake a cake or something and put the tickets inside. So when mm. she cuts into the cake, it reveals the gift. And then but then you're cutting like the tickets gift. in half. You just got to be careful. What kind of cake? Uh, I guess that depends. What does she like? Well, it would depend on red how, how big are, how big are the tickets. I guess we have to ask we Jacob. Have to ask Jacob. That'd be a question for Jacob. <laughs> but are they online? Are they digital? You have to print. Well, them you off. can print them off. Yeah, you have to probably a size. Anything of digital, you can print off. Eight and a half by eleven. Sure. There you go. So there. just fold it up. Maybe put it in some sort so of anyways, protective bag. Tin luckily, foil. luckily, my girlfriend doesn't watch the show, so she wouldn't. She doesn't. Well, I'll send her the link. She no. She I just mean she doesn't watch the show, so I don't spoil Christmas gifts. We'll let this or part out. Gift. We'll let it. Well, I'll send her the link, but we'll let it this part out. She's got to start watching the show. Anyways, um, she's a big Mills fan. She is. She loves her. She loves her Melville Millionaires. Yeah. Um. So shout out Melville Millionaires. My girlfriend is a fan of your team. Yep. Um. Hey, you know what else I'm a big fan of? Uh, I, I'm very curious. <laughs> Our great sponsors here oh, yes, at the Saskatchewan Junior High. I was like, wait, support, what's next? Who support <laughs> yeah, us each and every day, uh, every show. You can see them on your screen right now. Uh, I'm going to try and go a reverse it's a order. great group. RBC, Young's Equipment, Great Western, SGU, SGI. Of course, they sponsor the uh, audio version of our podcast. Uh, Direct West, Tourism Saskatchewan, Chevrolet, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, who... Each and every, they, they sponsor each and every um, coach's interview yes. for our coaches' conversations. Uh, Capital Automall, Saskatel, Cantera Seeds. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, because we, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about uh, the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League every Thursday, every Monday for SJ Weekly. Um, without the great support from all of our sponsors. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. Um, yeah, because these shows wouldn't be possible without your support. No. Um, we talked about it. Only one weekend left uh, in the 2022 portion of the SJHL season. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. Flew by. As they say. Um, but if you want to stay up to date with everything in the SJHL, uh, especially this weekend, big weekend of games, uh, follow, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because... That's where you're going to see all the highlights. You are going to see all the shows, SJ Insider, SJ Weekly. You're going to see all the features. You're going to see uh, new episodes of women in the SJHL. Mm -hmm. You are going to see much more. Showcase uh, content. Whatever, Whatever your heart desires, you can find it. At SJHL on YouTube and hit subscribe. Yes. Um, 
the big thing is, uh, you know, we want you want you to su- subscribe, obviously, but you'll stay up to date with literally everything in the league. It's one of our best sources of, of uh, you know, places to get your information. Of course, sjhl.ca. Well, you'll see all the highlights and everything like that. But you know what? I, I think we should mention. It is the final weekend of the uh, 2022 portion of the schedule. It's true. And then and then the league's off for like 17 days. Oh, right. Yeah. So you're probably sitting at home wondering. Ah, oh, well, I guess. Guess there's not going to be any content or anything oh, man. like that. But not so fast. You scared you scared me so much just now. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting you. He wasn't expecting. You took it up to a hundred. That was great. Please do it again. Start. No. <laughs> it takes it out of the moment. Uh, um, starting you scared, up, you scared the flamingos, Jer. I scared producer Jordan. I could hear I him. him I could back. hear him scream behind. He's just the around wall. this corner of glass. To see where I am. He's I can hear him screaming him. right now. Um, anyways, starting on Monday, we are going to be releasing one every weekday, um, essentially a mid-season report card, mid-season report, uh, of each team in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League starting on Monday. How Uh, many, how many teams are there, Jared? Uh, last time I checked, 12. 12. Guess what? Have you ever heard of a little thing called the 12 days of Christmas? (gasps) Yes, I have. Well, we're calling this the 12 days of Christmas break. In brackets. In brackets. Bracket break, yeah. 12 days of Christmas break. Yeah. Uh, So those will be released very similar to our season, our SJHL season previews. It's going to be like that kind of format um, where we release one one each day, Monday through Friday. So it'll be the first week, Monday through Friday. Next week, Monday through Friday. Stats included. And then the following Monday, Tuesday, and then the Tuesday, the last one gets released. And guess what? Guess what starts on the Tuesday? Games. The second half of the season. You know what? Counting in math sometimes is glorious. Like the fact that we have exactly 12 teams in exactly 12 you days. It's just perfect. Remember, just I, remember I complimented the schedule makers? Yep. Saying, wow, what a great final weekend of the 2022 side of the season. Yeah. They're at it again. They did this. They They're did this for us. So thank you to all the schedule makers of all the teams in the SJHL. And I request moving forward every season, let's have 12 weekdays in between it just pre, makes pre-Christmas sense. and post-Christmas. It just makes sense. Yeah, it really does. So again, you're going to get lots of SJHL content still this, while, while you're hanging out with your family, yep. enjoying Christmas dinner. Um, buying your Polaris raffle tickets. Buying your Polaris raffle tickets. Sitting around the couch playing Uno. You know what I mean? Doing all those fun family traditions because nothing bonds a family like yelling at each other playing Uno. Uno. Pick up four. Pick four. Then draw eight. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to get into the rules of Uno. You're, You're picking up what I'm laying down. Yeah. So I can just picture you playing Uno and mm. that that energy level you got to like mm. about three minutes ago yep. when you have one card left, you know, yep. how you're supposed to, and you just that level of energy, you yell mm. Uno at everybody and like stare into their Well, souls. here's the thing, though, is if you yell, you can't yell it you gotta because say it, you got though. if you yell it, you don't get the word out fast enough. Right. Got to be like Uno. Yeah, you got to be I mean? quick. Got to be quick. Anyways, this isn't Uno Insider. No, <laughs> you're right. That's next week. <laughs> During the Christmas break, we're going to start a new show about Uno. 
and it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Our background's just all the colors of Nuno. That would be red, you know yellow, green, and blue. It would look really good. Well, you can't do green because, anyways, you can, you can do green, but yeah. you can find a way. Yeah, We're getting off the tracks. It's um, the last show before uh, the holiday break. I, I'll give you, I'll give you the stage, Clark. Ooh. Uh, final words to our, our, our glorious audience prior, prior to the holidays. What would you like to say to them? Well, A, uh, the fact that we were able to launch this show and mm. grow our Monday show has been fantastic. So thank you to the SJHL community. Uh, please make sure that, like Jeremy said earlier, you're subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, if you can, share around these shows as you see fit. Uh, if you have friends groups on Facebook or anywhere else that you can share links, uh, share them around. Because I think there's a lot of SJHL fans that uh, are obviously very invested in the league. And I think mm-hmm. there's some that uh, are definitely able to get more invested and, and would want to get more invested. So we're helping them find a way. And you guys have been fantastic so far. So let's keep it going. Keep it going into the new year. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. There you go. Uh, all the others. And uh, we're excited to... Uh, this first half was such a blast. Second half is going to be so much better. I can just already... I can already tell. Well, if the first half was a blast, what's the second half going to be? A Blastoise. <laughs> there you go, Jeremy. I know you'd like the Pokemon reference. Wow. <laughs> that was something. You're welcome. Anyways, uh, I'll echo Clark's thoughts. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your support for both our shows, SJHL Weekly, SJ Insider, um, yeah, it's been a, I mean, it's been a whirlwind first couple of months yeah. uh, for us uh, on the job for sure. Uh, doing everything we can to help promote uh, the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, a league we both. Uh, well, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you can speak. Uh, for okay, me. we both we both really care about, and we want to see uh, the league grow yeah. as much as we can. Uh, and it wouldn't be possible without uh, the great fans that we have in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League to. Uh, support us with the shows, sponsorship, etc. Um, like Clark said, there's a lot of great SJHL fans across uh, the province, even outside of the province. Oh, yeah, all over. So, yeah, share the show. Share this show. Share SJHL Weekly. Share the YouTube page, Twitter, Facebook. Um, be sure you're dialed into all the different socials because, um, you know, the beginning of the season we were here. Now we're here. Ooh. Guess where we're going, Clark? Oh, higher. There you go. That's a good done. We're only going yeah. higher. Only going higher. But uh, happy, or oh, I was going to start with Happy New Year. Merry Christmas comes. Yeah, I said soon. Happy New yeah, Year first. I know. Chronologically, it was wrong. I, I, butch- <laughs> I butchered it. Let's try this again. Uh, happy holidays. There you go. Merry Christmas. Hope everyone has a great uh, festive season with your loved ones. Uh, if you're traveling, travel safe. Um, happy New Year. And thank you so much for uh, the great support for SJ Insider, SJHL Weekly. Um, from producer Jordan in the back, from Clark Monroe, who's uh, pulling out the uh, Benny's Flamingos, from Benny's Flamingos. Uh, <laughs> my my, my name's Jeremy Corrigan. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, enjoy the games this weekend, everyone. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. 